0: Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Damien Kristoff
1: and Dr. Brett Hill. Hey, brett Yes, Damien? Hey, uh, I'm going to go to Ikaria again. And, uh, and Marcus is going as well, and we're going to take 20 people with us to Icaria to learn more about longevity. If any of our listeners would love to come along to Icaria with us, then just go to 100notout.com.au, I think it is, and uh, and check us out. See if it's for you, see if you'd like to come with us, because this episode is brought to you by the 100 Not Out Longevity Tour. Hi, this is Damien Christoph, And this is Brett Hill. Oh, Brett, here we are. A Few days out Dang from man. the base camp in Adelaide. I know.
0: Well, by the time everyone listens to this, it'll be a few days after the base camp in Adelaide. Ooh, We've done it. That's true. It was a great event. Oh, how great good was crowd. That? How oh, good was it? If you weren't oh. there, you missed it. <laughs> So good. We're trying to figure out what we're going to talk about tonight, and uh, we thought we'd have a bit of a look at some of the trends. You know, We've already done one episode where we shared what we thought our trends were going to be for 2018, Uh, but now we thought we'd have a look around and see what's around on the internet, what other people are suggesting the trends are going to be for 2018, or the trends are for 2018, Mm. and have a little bit of a chat about whether we think they're good or bad or otherwise. And so I had a bit of a look around on the net. There were some interesting suggestions for the trends for 2018. A couple of the articles from the women's magazines weren't much chopped, so we skipped past them. And uh, we found one on Livestrong.com. Which we and, love. Uh, I mean, sp- they
1: give good good articles, good perspectives. Not bad. Yeah, I like Livestrong. They're not bad.
0: I, I find the Livestrong can be a bit up and down. I think some of their writers, I reckon, are really good. Yep. And I find some of their writers sometimes are a bit it. Yeah, not as good. Let's say that.
1: Well, but this one. Un- let me just say I, something. Look, I, we, you know, you and I were going through uh, iTunes before just to see if there've been any questions on iTunes because we do love your questions and we want to answer them. And so please send us through your questions and we'd love to give you our perspective on things. And we we got this comment from um, jbro 16 <laughs> who gave us I knew five, you were going
0: to share that one. Five stars. It,
1: Couldn't five help five it. Stars. It was a good review. Five stars. The reason why I want to review, I want to like share this one from J Bro, and there's other great ones in there too by Pump Girl and Mazzy and Haley Bomb Bailey and 50s Vintage, like really great um, feed, great feedback from you. But the reason why I want to share this one is because it kind of dovetails into what we're going to talk about tonight, Bretto. And uh, and, and so J Bro says, I love this podcast. I just want to hang on that. Uh, it's only 30 <laughs> minutes long, so it's very easy to fit into your day/slash week but still manages to cover all of the important questions relevant to that week's topics. I really enjoy listening to all the advice and a good combination of information and humor. Obviously it's been listening to my humor. Uh, So there's so (laughs) many lifestyle. There are so many lifestyle nutrition experts out there and I find health really confusing. And I think, a lot of people still find health really confusing, and there's still some feds yeah. out there in wellness. There really is, and I still, I still, if I had any hair left, I'd be pulling it out listening to some of the things that they do say. Um, it's, it is a bit concerning. Anyway, Jay Bro goes on to say, "I really feel as though Brett and Damo are well researched, informed, and unbiased in their approach, and they also fantastic guests. Thank you guys. You're changing my life one podcast at a time with a smiley face. So I love that, and the reason why I love that is because." This person he said nice things about you. I don't know if it's j Bro, is it a girl or a boy. Um, I'm not too sure. But this person, j Bro, 16, said that we were unbiased, and I, and I agree with that. We we've like got that. our own little slant on things, and we give our own little perspective. Um, but we're quite happy to talk about drugs. We're quite happy to talk about surgery. We're quite happy to talk about um, the alternative approaches to staying well. We're happy to talk about yeah. bringing in osteopathy and physiotherapy and chiropractic and all of these different things, because Let's face it; that it's all part of wellness and living well um, means that we embrace the best bits from each of these things, but we look critically at the things that kind of, you know, if it's too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. That's the kind of way we've got to (laughs) look at it.
0: And we've had guests on; you know, we've had vegans, we've had vegetarians, we've had paleo, we've had keto, we've had blood type. We've had, you know, we we do get people on from all different
1: uh, opinions to get a bit of a broad perspective, don't we? Yeah, we do, we do, and I'll be talking. Oh, I have spoken. I did speak uh, about a lot of those things on the weekend. Yeah, and if when you, you
0: when interested. we see to come back to Kaiama, you'll uh, you better talk to about Kayama. those. <laughs> <I'm not going laughs> Kaiama, all right. So back to LiveStrong, Damo. Let's have mm-hmm. a chat. So number one on their suggestion of trends for 2018: boxing classes, mm-hmm. empowering and explosive workouts. It's
1: really what do you reckon of that? Anyway? Well, it's really interesting when you look at the action and the activity of boxing. Yeah, it's like such a great thing to – I love punching stuff and kicking stuff. Like, don't get (laughs) me wrong. I really love it. I love getting it out. But what's interesting about it is that if you spend a long time in a crouched over position, you actually do fire off neurological patterns in the body that stimulate and simulate the stress response. So Mm -hmm. when you're flexed over in a hunched um, posture and your breathing is somewhat shallow because of that, um, you actually trigger off a sympathetic dominant stress response. And it's the Mm -hmm. very thing that, as chiropractors, we're trying to help people move away from is a sympathetic dominant state. So, yes, boxing is great. I love it from a cardio perspective, from a strength perspective, from a getting ripped perspective. It's a great way to, you know, really feel good and feel strong and, you know, obviously feel good about yourself. However, if you're already stressed out, you might find that boxing could, in fact, stress you even more. So, just keep that in mind
0: like that. What I do like about the article is the suggestion that people are sort of getting towards doing a little bit more shorter duration, higher intensity exercise. I yeah, find that, that's, I like that that seems to be something a lot of people are doing at the moment is going even shorter duration on the higher intensity stuff. It might be only five or ten minutes. You know, it's, it's very much following, I think, almost what uh, Mark busy. Sisson has recommended for a long time where he talks about doing short sprints. And then yeah. longer, slower stuff. And and that seems to be the way a lot of people are going at the moment. Wasn't that Ben Greenfield that
1: spoke about that?
0: I don't know. Ben Greenfield does. He's, he does a lot of more endurance
1: stuff. Um, he used to train people like that. three minutes a week or three minutes a day for Ironman triathlons. I, I recall he? that. Yeah, I recall oh, there that. There you go. Yeah.
0: There you go. I follow Ben. He's he's hunting seems to be his thing now. He's always going hunting. Really? Interesting guy. Yeah, yeah. Very paleo. Getting out hunting. So number two, number two on the list. i is collagen. Suggesting collagen. Oh, so yeah. collagen-infused drinks, supplements, and powders that promise to rev up sluggish collagen production. Mm. What do you reckon of that?
1: Well, when I was in the states at Expo West recently, uh, collagen was everywhere. It was in you know moisturisers, in food. It was you know mm. in water. You could get collagen water. You could get uh, all kinds of collagen things like that. Add collagen to Bars to smoothies, you could have it by powdered collagen. Essentially, collagen is going to come from the ends of chicken bones, Um, or it'll come from ground chicken feet. Chicken, yep, chicken chicken feet. feet. That's right. Cows, pigs, yep, that's right. I don't think there'll be a vegan version of collagen. Maybe there might be, but I don't know how that works. Um, But it's you know, collagen is essentially a protein. Um, When you break it down in your tummy, it's not going to be collagen anymore. Let me just say that. So when you put collagen into your body, it's gonna turn into amino acids and your body will absorb amino acids. It won't be absorbing collagen. So I don't know, read between the lines there. Um, It's interesting that if you eat more collagen, they're saying that you'll get better skin or uh, their presumption is that your joints will get better or whatever else. But because it's not an individual amino acid, the only way it's going to get into your bloodstream is to be broken down into individual amino acids, in which case then your body's going to reassemble those amino acids based on its requirements for whatever it needs at the time. And it may reassemble those aminos to be collagen, but it's more likely to use those aminos for something else.
0: Oh, it's interesting, Damo. You know, I reckon I've definitely found when I've been doing bone broth regularly yep. that hair and nails grows more. You know, I don't know about 100%. gut health, or any of the other stuff, but it does, that's the obvious one I reckon you see is hair and nails. So it, it to, must have some effect. But the other thing I want to ask you about... not DNA because of is,
1: collagen, not because of collagen, but because of the total increase in amino acid profile, the increase in yeah. nitrogen, and then also the increase in minerals coming from the bones. So you'll you get all of that. So there's a, a mineral-dense, nutrient-rich uh, yeah. product that you're drinking, that you're eating um, in the bone broth, not necessarily just because it's got collagen in it.
0: And so, Dan, the other thing I want to ask you about is this article says collagen-infused drinks, supplements, and powders. Yep. So what do you think – I mean, that is obviously going to be the trend, isn't it, that we're going to take this kind of idea that people have had of doing bone broth and, as we always do, try and reduce it down to the simplest thing, You know, make it a supplement, yeah. make it a powder, make it a pill. Yeah. What do you reckon of pow- powders, pills, and potions as opposed to doing a bone broth?
1: Well, the real food thing, and it was interesting the other day that came up, I I saw a little um, advertisement for a product that was offering apple cider vinegar in a capsule. And so, I popped a little photo up saying, do we really need another capsule? And Mm. someone said to me, oh, I don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar, but I want the benefit. Well, if you listen to your body and you don't like the taste of something, it's highly likely that you probably don't need it or it's not really for you. And so, you may not get any benefit from it anyway. So there's a perspective around that. Someone also said, oh, but what about your teeth? Um, it'll protect the enamel in your teeth. And uh, I thought, well, how long are you keeping apple cider vinegar in your mouth for? And then the other thing that somebody said to me is that, well, maybe you're just, you know, on the run and you're really busy in the day. And, uh, and so you still want to get the benefit from the apple cider vinegar, um, but you just can't find the time to take the apple cider vinegar. So you take the capsule with you and you, and you take it when you've got time. And I thought to myself, well, that's even more counterintuitive in that if you're so busy that you can't spend 25 seconds. To
0: I was going to say, how long does it take to have apple cider vinegar? I wouldn't have thought that's a hugely time-consuming uh, event.
1: This is it. And so that, that then comes down to the why. Like, why are you wanting to do this? And what hack in life are you trying to achieve? Because do you think that apple cider vinegar capsules are going to help you live longer um so you can fit more into your day um or you know what is it so going back to is a collagen supplement powder pill supplement whatever it is is that going to be better for your body i would suggest it's probably not better for your body than eating the real food Um, my my big thing my one of my biggest awakenings was watching a cartoon you you might have seen this called wally have you ever seen that movie wally it was a disney movie Oh, you know, I don't think I have. Well, it's about but a I know the one you mean. Little robot.
0: Yeah, yeah I reckon Maybe. you've spoken about it on The Wellness Guys before, and that's my only knowledge of the video, the movie.
1: Well, it's worth watching, you know, get the kids to watch it, sit down and watch Wally. It's about a little robot who um, gets sent back to Earth because Earth gets covered over with, you know, pollution and everything dies, and the remaining, I don't know, let's say it's 100,000 people on the planet get sent up into a spacecraft, and they go into outer space, And uh, they then wait for this little robot to go down to Earth to see if anything's growing down there yet before they move back. But what's interesting is that every single person on this uh, spacecraft is eating exactly the same food. It's all processed, fortified food in a smoothie-type format with natural flavors um, in that – They'll they'll be sipping on this thing. They go, oh, wait for dessert. Oh, yep, here comes dessert. And you're sipping on this thing. And then strawberry blue, you know, or blueberry muffin flavor smoothie comes into the mouth. And so they're going, oh, this is delicious, you know. But every single one of them was overweight. And every single one of them looked exactly <laughs> the same. They'd all changed shape. and every single one of them couldn't, you know, couldn't move properly. And I fear that if we move down a route of no food but move into a oh, yeah. supplement lifestyle like we only ever had... Um, powdered based smoothies, or we only ever had, you know, powdered based cakes, or powdered based biscuits, or powdered based cereals, or whatever it was, or breakfast, or powdered based eggs. Like, I, I just wonder whether or not that's a, a good and smart thing for humanity, or if that's taking a really big biological step backwards. there's certainly not an advancement because the the sum of all the parts is not equal to the whole. And so, if you yeah. take all of the nutrients out of carrot and you reassemble them you're not going to end up with a carrot you'll end up with a tablet that's full of the nutrients that's inside a carrot but the carrot itself if you chop the top off it will grow there's the intelligence and the and the, the you know the the life force in the carrot still exists but not in the pill if that makes sense
0: yeah, absolutely, and I think the concept that we, A, that we know everything in the carrot that's good for us, like we know which bits we should keep and which we should chuck away, you know, is kind of arrogant, because I think we often, we always find out that we're wrong when it comes to that sort of stuff. You know, we think it's just one part of it that's good for us, and we always end up discovering later on that there's other stuff that was good for us that we'd been chucking in the bin the whole time, yeah. and so uh, it does just make sense to have the whole food. I think you're absolutely right, Damo. Mm. Hey, uh, Next one, Damo, kind of follows on from number one, and this is... L I S S cardio, which is low intensity steady state cardio, which is exactly what we talked about before when we were at the boxing. Is you know com- people combining this high intensity exercise in in short durations with the low intensity exercise in longer durations, which just long kind of walk. makes sense. It seems like a very natural way to do it, doesn't it? Yeah, long walk, a, mm. a slow bike ride, you know, things like that. Um, It just makes sense, doesn't it? It seems very innate, very natural.
1: Uh, Yeah, I like it, and I think anybody who you know sits with that for a little bit will feel good about it. Like it's a good, it's a good thing. I think to just you know let your body just repair, but still move. And that's what the people who live a long time do: is they just still move.
0: Yeah, and and I find it just happens naturally. Like I, I do my high intensity exercise with my CrossFit, but then you know on weekends we do stuff with the family and we go for a walk. We go for a Paddle in the kayak, we go for it. You know, whatever we end up doing, but that longer state, you know, exercise just happens naturally. I think when you're when you're socialising in an active way or spending time with the family in an with, in an active way, mm-hmm. and it's just such an easy way to incorporate it into your life. I reckon, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I'm with you, brother. Eh? I like it.
0: Now, with the next one, unless you I actually don't know mean? what it is. <laughs> I don't know what the next one is. So wow. the next one says shrubs, an easy to make alternative to kombucha. Do you know what shrubs are? No. Nah. Sharks. There you go. So it says you can't find them at your local garden centre. They're made by fermenting any fruit or vegetable with sugar and vinegar. The result is a tangy syrup to sip on its own, mix into a cocktail, or add to sparkling water for a kombucha-like beverage. I've never heard of it. I've yeah. never heard of it. It sounds it sounds kind of exactly like
1: kombucha, except with vinegar added in. So instead of tea. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, well, there's definitely a movement towards drinking vinegars, and so um, oh. they're coming over. You can see them. They're now actually in Coles and Woolworths. You can buy yeah, yeah. drinking vinegars. Um, they are. Forage was next going to bring to out purchase. drinking vinegars. We were going to bring them out, but uh, we decided that um, the Australian market may not be ready for it yet. It's sort of hitting the U.S. market at the moment. I suppose we'll see how we go, but Aussies don't tend to want to go – for a soft drink, we are moving, you know, we do don't do mind a little bit of kombucha, but there's an awareness around kombucha in that people are starting to go, well, you know what, I don't think I should be drinking 375ml of kombucha in one sitting. Mm. Uh, people are starting to go, hmm, maybe I should just have a little bit of this on a daily basis as opposed to a whole bottle of it every single day. And so I think that that trend may miss Australia. It, it, it's likely to go well in the States where they love fizzy stuff. But I don't think we love fizzy stuff here in Australia that much.
0: No, I think you're probably right, actually. Over in Adelaide, Farmers Union iced coffee. That's what everyone drinks over here. Yeah. make a healthy version of that. <laughs> no, right. they make I it killing. Yes. Farmers Union. I, think, I think we're like the, the number one state in the world or something for iced coffee consumption. It's crazy. Anyway, really? wow. number five, Damo, cryotherapy. All right, so this is going to temperatures – colder than minus 200 degrees Fahrenheit with the help of liquid nitrogen or cold air therapy. Now, this is like the really cold ones. This is not a cold shower. This is not even an ice bath. This is way, way colder than that. This is like they go in for a very short period of time into a very, very low temperature.
1: I don't understand it. Obviously, that's going to shock your body and that will, you know, get your body. I mean, I presume the philosophy is that will shock your body and as a result of the shock and the stress that you put your body under, you initiate, I suppose, more healing. I suppose that's probably the approach that it's taking. I'd...
0: I don't yeah, know. I've, I've, I've honestly I've researched into this a little bit, Damo, because I was doing that cold shower challenge, and yes. so I got down this kind of whole rabbit hole looking into ice baths and all that sort of, all those other sort of hacks, and yeah. and I did actually read a book about this sort of cryotherapy, particularly for athletes, and they were talking about um, that. Apparently, doing it before exercise, they were suggesting that it might actually. Hinder people who are wanting to do power athletic performance, uh, but help people who are wanting to do endurance athletic performance. Uh, essentially, I think because it takes longer for your body to heat back up again and to overheat. But it's um it was interesting, but I I, I just can't see how it's healthy. It's it's certainly not natural. Um, it's you know, not I can hack, see it? why this a lot of hack. It's another hack. I can see why some people with chronic inflammatory disorders and things like that are giving it a go because, you know, it seems a lot of the conventional approaches aren't working for them and they want to try something a little bit different. Mm. And it seems like some of them are getting results with it. Um, but I think for your everyday person, it, it it doesn't make sense to me that it would be something that would innately help our bodies. I don't know. I don't it's know. a weird one. It's a weird one. I don't know. Can I,
1: I push
0: know. pass? Yeah, let's push pass on that one. We're yeah. not sure. The research is very um, unequivocal, like uh, sketchy. Yeah, I was going to say unequivocal, that's the wrong word. Sketchy. There's not a lot there to say good or bad or otherwise at the moment from what I've been reading, and uh, there's a lot of uh, claims, I think, sometimes with some of these things, but not necessarily a lot of evidence to support them yet, which is not to say that it's wrong. No. Just to say there's not the
1: evidence to support it yet, which is like, And that's a good point, Bretto, because so often things are dismissed and discounted as being not Evidence-based or not good just because the evidence isn't there yet. But just think about who's funding it. Where's the money going to come from to prove cryotherapy? Yeah, yeah exactly. One.
0: Number six, Damo, adaptogens, herbs Ooh. and shrooms to help bust stress. What, of adaptogens? Mm-hmm.
1: what are adaptogens, Damo? Tell us. Well, there's a philosophy. Uh, philosophy. There's a, a concept um, around herbal medicine where certain um, – Foods and herbs behave in a particular way that the body requires at the time.
0: Mm.
1: So, you you don't get this generally from an excipient. So, if you took an anti-inflammatory, you would expect it to be an anti-inflammatory all the time, regardless of whether or not the body needed it or not. If yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. So, turmeric would be considered to be an adapt- adaptogen. Whereas oh, it's if-
0: number one on the list on this article, Damo. You're so onto it. Really? I love it. There
1: you yeah, go.
0: number one on the list, turmeric. Which, which
1: it says Livestrong are huge fans of. They would be, and so uh, so turmeric would be an adaptogen in that regard. In that, if the body required um, extra support for anti-inflammatory, then the turmeric could actually provide that. However, it would work as an antioxidant as well as other bits and pieces. Um, and, you know, a digestive stimulant. Um, great flavor uh it would you know it would assist in uh bringing colors into into the body as well so those colors are carotenes or carotenoids and they'll assist with um, eye health etc etc and skin health and and so on and so forth but the adaptogen component um could help the body uh, with inflammation another one could be ashwagandha which is a uh, uh, another herb, which is uh, really good for uh, stress. maca, which is really good for uh, hormone production and energy and uh, libido. Um, another one would be ginseng. Um, so Siberian ginseng is, is one that's mm. been around for a long time, got your cola. And,
0: and, Dama, did you know that ashwagandha is also known as Indian ginseng? there we go another ginger. i know that i know that cuz it go. says it on the uh, strong article
1: <laughs> there you go so these uh herbs have been known to be um adaptogens and there's there's a lot of adaptogens um in herbal medicine and um and and we can use them generally though when we talk about adaptogens we're talking about the immune system or the nervous system they're the things that we tend to try and um, balance out so um, I like I like this idea, Dave. I like the idea that when we use natural products, our
0: body can take them and use them as it wishes. You know, as opposed to, I guess, the the pharmaceuticals which are almost forcing our body to behave in a certain way. It's almost like when we do it through food and through natural products, there's an intelligence within those products that matches with the intelligence within our bodies, where it's almost able to choose how it wants to respond to them, as opposed to so sort of being forced to respond in a certain way. That that kind of makes sense in terms of nature doesn't it that's the way things evolve in nature the whole homeostatic uh, properties
1: of any natural system uh, it just kind of makes sense to me yeah it's a nicer probably more gentle um approach I yeah, well, look keep in mind that what can heal can harm so let's not just say that just because it's natural it's going to be better for you and certainly just yeah. because it's arsenic generic. yeah <laughs> this is arsenic <laughs> petrol um you, you know you don't just you don't just because it's it's natural doesn't mean you can have it in so much abundance that it's not going to hurt your body because it still can affect your body. Uh, take and, for example d- and, karma. M-
0: some, and some of them don't taste very good. You know, <laughs> reishi mushrooms, mm. maca powder. Sorry, Steph, like she she brings home these things and <laughs> they just don't taste very good. I'm, tr- I'm very unmotivated to try and add them into my diet. I must say.
1: Well, maca powders are quite amazing. Like it's it's very very powerful. Very powerful um, herb that can stimulate both male and female uh, hormonal systems, and so it's quite a it's quite a good herb. Like it, it's great, and in in this in the forage smoothies that I was working on, that uh, I'm mm. still quite keen to bring out, um, wow. we do actually have maca in those uh, in those smoothies. They're quite cool. There you go. Well I'm sure you'll
0: make it taste nice, Damo.
1: You you'll make everything taste. You're a bit of a whiz in the kitchen,
0: Damo. So I reckon you'll like this next one, Damo. Number number seven, cashew girt is taking over yogurt culture. Wow. Cashew yogurt. I reckon and and do you know what? The more, it says that one of the most popular ones out there, I'm assuming this is American, is called Foragers Cashew Girt. Forage oh. with an R on the end. Forager's
1: Cashew girt. Well, I I saw forages over at Expo West, and I saw the cashew girt. um, And I thought, oh, that's fascinating. So it's a vegan. Did you taste it? Did you taste it? Look, I couldn't bring myself to taste it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to taste it. Look, it was one of those things I thought, oh, really? Um, But it will appeal to the vegans, and I think the vegans will love it. And it's a really great way for vegans to get another source of protein into their body, plus some probiotics into their body plus some resistant starch into their body so i think it's probably a really good thing and i and I love the sound of it we obviously been doing cashew cheese the thing that concerns me a little bit is that a lot of these foods that we eat too much of then end up being something that we become allergic to and so we've now we're now revealing all the downfalls of coconut but bretto have i been talking about coconut for some time
0: Talking about coconut forever, Damo. Yes, I yes, still love. I still love coconut, yeah, though. I know. But easy for everything.
1: It's it will. Great. It will be good for some people, but it won't be good for everybody. It's the same as cashews. That will be good for some people. Won't be great for everybody. Same as soy. Good for some people, not for everybody. Same as dairy. Good for some people, well, not for everybody.
0: If you're obviously Pacific Islander heritage like myself, you just naturally <laughs>
1: do well on it. That's right. Well, that's right. I mean, I saw that in that Facebook po- photo that you posted today. Um, <laughs> that, uh, you can tell that coconut oil has been very good for you or good to you, Breno. You can tell. you like
0: that? Yeah, you I love like that. Loved it.
1: Now, number eight, Damo. <laughs> number eight
0: is vertical fitness. I'm just going to move on from that because I just know that's going to go down a rabbit hole. I don't <laughs> want to go down. Number, number eight, Damo's is vertical fitness. So aerial yoga and circus-inspired fitness studios. So this says that people are hanging in the air – suspended 10 feet in the air by swathes of sways – Well, how do you say that word? I don't know. By fabric,
1: 10 feet in the air. <laughs> sounds amazing. Think sounds amazing. Think well, I that?
0: think that she's sounds – She's got an aerial yoga cloth out in our shed. Really? She, hangs, she gets up in there and hangs upside down and flips around, and
1: oh. it's interesting. It's cool. interesting. One of my great friends from high school, uh, Rachel, she, she is an aerial acrobat, and she's been doing this oh, – she's 40 i suppose she'll be 44 this year turns 44 this year um and she's still doing it like and she's strong as so it's great for upper body fitness and strength um she's in great shape and I, i suspect that anybody else who does do it will be in great shape and what a great fun thing to do um just be careful of falling i suppose (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I, once again I kind of come back to the thing of like it just doesn't seem natural and and I reckon that it's like they talk about it you know taking out gravity and taking out uh, you know impact from the ground and stuff like that but I don't know. I kind of think gravity and impact to the ground are important things to train your body to deal with because (laughs) they're kind of necessary in day-to-day life. I'm I'm not sure that taking them out is necessarily a good thing. I can understand once again if people have got injuries that they might want to do that, but I I think you know resistance is good for your body. Impact is good for your body if it's done right. Yes. Um. You know, it can actually help strengthen your bones and can help
1: uh, you know build
0: your muscles and all those sort of things. So. I don't know, I, I'm not sure that we need to uh, be hanging 10 feet in the air to get a good workout.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, look, you will definitely go get a good workout w- with it. However, yes. I think what's very, very important, and you raise a great point, is that impact and resistance exercise is so important for the health of the body. So resistance, which, you know, if you're resisting gravity, that is resistance exercise. Yeah, yeah. But... The impact is so good for the bones, particularly the bones of the spine, um, the vertebra. And the, vertebra, the vertebral bodies of the spine get stronger with more impact. And so you're preventing osteoporosis um, by exactly. doing impact and exercise. You
0: know I've done my uh, natural running e-course, the Art of Natural Running Day, yes. right? It's just yeah. I get do. from my website, and th- dot com. Not dot .com. Not .com.au, just dot .com. And one of the things, yeah, that's right, not like Damo says on the uh, exit to the show, which I know he's fixed up now because I did mention it to him some months ago. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> but one of the things, we, what I talk about on that, sh- on that uh, program is how to run with good technique. And, you know, people often say, oh, you can't run because it's bad for your knees and it's bad for your body. But I think so often the problem is not actually The running, it's not the natural, most natural movement in the world, which is being able to walk and run. Mm. It's the way you do it and the technique you do it and your posture and the dysfunction possibly of your spine and nervous system. You know, get those things sorted out, and then running is a beautiful, natural thing. And for most people, uh, you know, unless they have got degenerative diseases or injuries or, um, you know, chronic diseases, you know, it's, it's a very natural thing that I think is good for you to have that level of impact when it's done right.
1: Mm, great,
0: great. My yeah, little yeah. Bit um, next it. one Damo activated charcoal ok well this is a goodie just, and an oldie
1: char- an oldie and a goodie
0: here's the thing I don't get about charcoal Damo and I need you to explain this to me yes. is that why is it bad to eat stuff that's been a little bit overcooked <laughs> and maybe has a little bit of charcoal on it yeah, but nice. it's good to consume activated
1: charcoal deliberately if it's in like a powder or a pill form I don't get that bit here's my suspicion that the, the polyaromatic hydrocarbons um, that are formed from burning Please. your food. It lost me already. <laughs> what, what the PARs, The polyaromatic hydrocarbons that come yeah, from yeah, the, just cooking your food too hot, too high temperature, yeah. and then they burn are, are probably different to what charcoal actually is. So, may or well, maybe when they grind the charcoal down. Um, and they filter it, maybe they take out all the polyaromatic hydrocarbons. I don't know, but that's a great question. I have also thought the same question um, at times. However, I yeah, do they... know that if you do take charcoal, it does decrease flatulence. Um, there you go. A, a friend of mine actually you know, experienced me with that and, and found <laughs> that it worked. Go on,
0: I'll go say, on, I know you want to. I won't say, want to. say that
1: person
0: is. <laughs> Hey, Damon. I reckon you're going to love number 10. So I don't trouble. quite know how this comes into 2019 Wellness Trends Guide, okay. but okay. number 10 on the list <laughs> is Fanny Packs. <laughs> Okay. All What's right, going then. on here? What is, well, is this just slipped into the wrong list? Like, what is? How is a fanny pack perfect carry-all when you're hiking, rock climbing, running,
1: and more? Well, obviously, someone had to pay for the article. But I think that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I that's – That's just bizarre. It's weird. Like a, like a bum bag as we know it in Australia or a fanny pack as they know it in the States – um, is essentially a bag that carries. Because just for
0: you, American listeners who are tuning in, because we do have
1: some. Yeah. Fanny means something different in Australia. Just letting <laughs> in. Oh, Bretto, sometimes you don't have to state the obvious. But thanks for doing that. <laughs> they might thanks, not
0: know. I'm just explaining. Thanks for doing it. Good. Just on explaining.
1: You, well done. Thong
0: means something too. Awkward. Awkward.
1: It's Awkward. And so. Um, Look, the, I think the thing with these bum bags is that it means that you can carry all of your wellness items, all of them, um, your kombucha, your forage cereal, powder, your for, forage snack pack, your, um, what else was there? Your maca powder, your adaptogens, yeah. they can all go in your in your ba- your your, bum your bag. Room,
0: your room, your, your shrooms, they can go in there. Yeah. When you yeah. go at picking yeah. Yeah. in the your woods, be careful.
1: Yeah, whatever you, Whatever else. Your barefoot shoes, they can all go in your bum bag, and, uh, and and then you can just live a wellness life. Maybe that's what that is, that's brother. Right. Who knows? All right.
0: Number 11, Damon. My brother's going to be happy about this one. How much He's longer a, are we going for? I don't know. How long do you want to go for? I don't know how long we've been going for. I thought you were keeping track of time.
1: <laughs> I am. I am. Well, we're 31 minutes in so fast.
0: So all right. Well, I'll say this one because I want to give my brother a little plug, Damon. Yes, Number, number 11 that's is cool. organic wines. Yeah. And so my brother has a wine label, Organic Hill. Mm. He is—he uh, told me just today that he is uh, settled on a property in Adelaide. He's, he's bought a, a vineyard, so he's got his own grapes, making the wine, organic, Organic Hill. Good there drop.
1: Go. Oh, it is a great drop, actually. I do love it. I love your brother's wines. He's given me a couple of bottles in the past, and I have bought a couple of bottles in the past. So, uh, I, yeah. Don't I shouldn't sound so surprised, but I do mm. like your brother's wines. They're delicious, organic. You'll get there. Can you get them on your website? You wouldn't be able to sell alcohol on your website, would you? I
0: don't, I don't have alcohol on my website. No.
1: no, you wouldn't be able to sell that. But anyway, great wine. Yeah. Hey, brother, interesting chat. Interesting chat. Yeah, You're we're just, not even up to number twelve. We didn't even get to talk about smart jewelry. That's number
0: twelve. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Next gosh. time, next I time, you have to wait. How does that the even become water? wellness? I don't know. I don't yes. know. Goodness Keto. God. Keto's on there? Well, not well. I like number 15, Damo, edible glitter. We'll have to talk about that next time. <laughs> that sounds incredibly wellness.
1: You know what I found over in the States was um, these alkaline waters, but sugar-free ones flavored with blueberry natural flavor or flavored with… Um, um, that's remarkable, Damo. Their water is sugar-free. Sugar, that's sugar incredible. Free, yeah, sugar-free <laughs> and, and sweet, so sweet, so su- sweetened with monk fruit oh. rubbish cacophony or stevia rubbish cacophony like whatever that stuff is it's not even real it's erythritol and yes. uh yeah it's a big con watch out for this sugar-free stuff it's a big con all right good chat today Damo. great chat bro thanks mate thanks mate thanks mate we meet again continue to bring wellness into your life and we'll join you next time on the wellness guys show this has been a production of the check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives